This is In Boot Camp, Episode 4, Catch Em All, on Friday, February 8th, 2019, with your hosts, Matthew Petchel and Ryan Rampersad. You can find the show notes for this episode at thenexus.tv slash IB4. Hey. Hey. Guess what? What? Week four. Week four? Week four already. We are one month into In Boot Camp. Wow, and you're four weeks in to your actual boot camp. Yes, and um, isn't it funny how that works? It is It is kind of interesting how but that works. One-sixth of the way through the program now. That seems like it's gone really fast. It has for me, and I don't really feel like I am... One-sixth of the way done? Well, I've done anything, one really. One-sixth of the way full of knowledge? Yeah, um, I kind of feel empty-ish, kind of, but not really. Um, it's been a lot of fun learning mingling with classmates so so you're one sixth of the way done and so this is a six month program so it's one month that's how that works it's how it works um so i would wonder if a person who's taking the regular the speedy version the three months every day of the week i wonder if they would think the same thing at this point um, do they feel like they've gotten a lot of progression out of their program or is it just because it seems so spread out for you that maybe it feels a little bit more diluted? Yeah. Which I like, I don't think I could handle the full time. Well, right. Not in your situation, but I wonder if it's yeah. just the, the pacing difference, but you know what might make a little bit of difference in your situation? Oh, yeah. Well, the weather of the last two weeks has been kind of insane. Yeah. We, um, class has not physically been held yet this week. Yeah, so last week we had extraordinarily low cold temperatures. Yep, minus 58. Yeah, which is cold. And then this week we had extraordinarily frequent snowfalls. Yes. And on Saturday it was 40 degrees and rainy. And then everything was iced over the next day. It was great. Highly recommended. Insane. Um, So so some of that, um, you know, class time disruption... Certainly could play a role in some of your um No. No, no you don't think so? I, I at all. Um we have a strict schedule that has been set by the curriculum makers and Well it's not as if you're missing content, but but not being in class certainly can it take an impact on how you think well, about it. I suppose, it. yeah. But um just going off of the projects and in class exercises and stuff. Mm-hmm. So so for those who um take this class in a non wintry area or time of year um how how does your remote class work so what is that like okay it it varies um we have this zoom box thing i guess you've used it when you talk to your consultee or friends from brazil friends from brazil so when ryan talks to his friends from brazil he uses zoom and it's kind of nice and we've also used hangouts once Oh, that's and, interesting. Um, I would have never expected hangouts. Yeah. But the thing about Zoom is we um he would break up the class every like half hour, like, okay, we're gonna do this in class activity. Everyone, you're gonna be in a breakout room of six people. And then it's just like, okay. And then it takes ten minutes for everybody to get in. No, oh, it never took that long, but then it just takes that long to figure out oh, who who wants to share their screen. And oh, I'm like, boy. I'm not sharing my screen with you. You guys are weird. And um Well, okay, so if you did share your screen with them at home. Do you use your laptop or desktop? Oh, my desktop, of course. Oh, so then you share eight screens with them. Yes. You know, I don't know why that is, but it is that way. Um, 
So I run Ubuntu at home, and for on your some reason, uh, on my desktop, and when you share a screen, you can normally pick a screen that you want to share. For some reason, the way it's being served, window managers, yeah, they're, they're senseless. Just I have five monitors hooked up, and if I turn off a monitor, like I actually have to disable them, and I'm not doing that because it took me forever to get them centered the way so I can drag a window across. But but amusingly, even when you disable them in software, it still doesn't care. It'll just show you black. Yeah, yeah. Um. um so so you you get to use Zoom, which is really good. Um, and you get to do some class activities, and you get to lecture. Um, I feel like that seems pretty uh pretty safe, pretty yeah. good. Guess what though. Nobody has a nice mic. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares it, about integrity of sound quality. Well, and, and we, we are a select group here, of course, where we do. And you are now part of that group because you have a real microphone at home as well. ATR 2100. Yeah, that's the best mic. Yeah, we're doing it's the official mic of this podcast. Yeah, except for the two mics that are rogue right here. Yeah, and they are off for that one reason. Well, they're not off. They're just not getting streamed in. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about what you actually have been doing. So last week, you were you started JavaScript. Yep. Uh, it was just the basics of the basics. It's you know var and var. Um, if uh, and 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 for what for? for no 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 no, no for or did uh, we do loop loop? Yeah, I guess we did loops last. Oh, but a few yeah. few loops here and there. A few loops. A few loops. So that that's a good start. Um, and then what did you do this week with JavaScript? Well, on Tuesdays, we were all about functions and objects and... Can you tell me about a function and or an object? Well, I could talk to you about object because we talked quite a length. So you have a key and then you have a value, but they call them properties and other things. And it's... Um, oh, yeah. You did ask me a question about this. It just Everything has got a word in CSS. This is the attribute. This is its whatever. Yeah. And then it's... It seems that... The thing is, the instructor kept on flip-flopping, and we're, I'm trying to learn his vocabulary. And... And, and so you'll find that a lot, because a lot of the terminology that people use, especially in this subset of the industry, JavaScript is extremely self-taught, whereas uh... .NET or Java might have a little bit more enterprise cruft on top, which means that there's some more uh, um, common lingo that get used. Um People in JavaScript land might just make up terms or use the terms they read about when they learned. Hmm. So, yeah. Did you teach yourself JavaScript, I'm guessing? Yes. At of what, age six? Uh, Thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half. Yeah. That is because you are a superstar. No, it's just because I wasn't making other life choices when I was thirteen and a half. Um, so functions, what what did you learn about functions? Just how to write functions? Yeah, just how to do functions and function calls. And like you learned about how arguments worked. Passing them in. Things inside the argument don't have, you have to use this and blah, blah, blah. So a little bit, a little bit of scope, a little bit of okay, that. Okay, that's good. And, um, like, did you learn arrow functions at all or just yeah. regular functions? No, no. Okay. And so we're still using var. And var. so var has what function level scope and like Latin const have the block level scope. We haven't talked about any of that yet. So. Yeah. That that is a shame. I would say, and you've said this to me before. Like you don't know any bad habits yet, yeah. so why teach to why teach you bad habits now? We can introduce you, and I think it's valuable to be introduced to how things were in the old days, or you know, previous iterations of code. But like, I think when you say like, don't teach bad habits up front, 
I think that may, that that really rings true in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've been supplementing this course with um other thi- for with you and with other yeah, things. Yeah, googling things, googling reading things. MDN. Well, MDN uses let for everything. Or no, no, actually a lot of their examples just use const yeah. for stuff, but Which is um, the righteous thing to do. Yeah, um I don't see var. I yeah. only see var in my course material and stuff. And you know, I can't see the future. Well, because they don't let you work ahead. <laughs> um so so we'll see. I mean, hopefully they do introduce ES6, uh let const error functions and spreads and all sorts of good stuff. Hopefully they do introduce all of that. Yeah. And then on Thursday we started the jQuery. The jQuery. And so tell me about jQuery. Like when you think of jQuery, what do you hear? Like what what does that mean to you? What do you think it is? Well, See, I'm very, I don't know a whole lot, so I'm very impressionable. I listen to what other people have to say and stuff, and I was always like, jQuery is legacy crap, and blah, blah, blah. You don't need to know it. But now the JavaScript can do everything for you now. And it's like, because all we've done right now is like, you know, you get an element by ID, like, oh, I have this paragraph tag. Well, I want to, you know, change it. I want to append its context and all of its other things, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, you, you can use JavaScript to do that. Um, and you, you can, you can manipulate the DOM with JavaScript now. Um, well, I mean, you always could, but now people are saying you don't need the jQuery, but then you're like, well, guess what? The internet was made on jQuery and there's a lot of legacy stuff. And in the industry, you need to know jQuery still. Yep. So like we were just saying, like, you don't know bad habits yet. So I would say just go and learn all of the normal DOM operations like you should. Um, but I can see the perspective of the class writer okay, let's use jQuery because it's something that you'll almost certainly see and experience at some point. Both Vue and React are coming still. Cool. It's, I mean, so it's I, not like it's just a jQuery class. So for me, because I lived through um, jQuery 2000s. and Mutools and then Angular and then Vue and then React, um, it, it for me, it's good for a person to know all of those things or at least know of them because the industry went through a transformation of people having ideas and, you know, attachment to each one of those different libraries. So it's not like knowing them is bad. It's just maybe you don't need to know right now. Yeah. And it's like I said, we're only one six of the way through. Right. So there's another two weeks of jQuery. Well, I hope not. I I, I don't actually fully know what's coming ahead because so you, so you actually had a question for me earlier this week. I did. Which was, is jQuery an industry standard? Yeah, I did ask you that one. In 2019 and beyond. And so my answer to, this, to the question was, when I started working in 2016, my first big project of a team of 12, we um, were working on a front-end, back-end microservice application um, you know, full stack, databases all over, microservices all over the place, Java-based, Spring-based. The front end, though, was probably the least developed part of the system, though. Oh, really? Because prior to me arriving, there weren't really any other front end knowledgeable developers. Um, And so I knew some Vue. I knew a little bit of React. Of course, I knew MooTools and jQuery and, you know, all those general things. Um, I'd never worked, though, in a professional capacity before. So I, I uh, was able to help bring in some additional like tooling and um stuff for that team which was really good but we were basically stuck with the tech decisions that had been made prior to that which was 
We're going to use jQuery, and we're going to use Knockout. Knockout? That's a new word for me. So you can kind of think of Knockout as, what if you wanted to make Vue.js, but in 2010? Ooh. And so they, they did some tricks, and it uses the concept of observables, and um, you know it works, but it's also just not a very robust or pleasant-to-use library, um, not like Vue or React is today. Uh, but it's interesting because we use jQuery as a major component of the entire system on the front end um, back then in just 2016. And so there, there's software, million-dollar software being written in 2016 using jQuery. I mean, it's it's worth knowing, I would say. Okay. Oh. So the answer is yes. Yes for now and probably for a while. Yeah. And then another funny thing that I'll mention, you're, you, you learned Bootstrap a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and now we've already moved on. And so Bootstrap today, Bootstrap 4, even today, its default configuration, when you pull it in through NPM, which you know about, but your class doesn't. No packaging manager. Um, when you pull Bootstrap in, it, requ- it requests that you also install jQuery for it. Uh, it's using the latest version of jQuery, like 3.2.1 or something, but it's still using jQuery even today. So I, I, I always find that amusing. So the day- Is that why you use Yarn? No. So the day that Bootstrap doesn't request jQuery is the day we are liberated. I see. And I told you about our slides, right? What? Our slides for jQuery? No. Or not uh for for Bootstrap? No. Twitter Bootstrap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It is Twitter Bootstrap. It is Twitter Bootstrap. That is pretty funny. I never think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um So uh I got my grades back for my second project. That's good. And, so your uh, first project was a little portfolio. Yep, and the second one was to make two forks of that. One of them was a, um, you know, just you changed in your styles sheet. Uh, you added a bunch of media query selectors. Yep. Uh, so you broke at like 400 pixels. You broke at like 960 pixels, and you broke at 1,000 pixels and stuff. Just yep, it's a little responsive. A little responsive, and then we also had to do it with um, grids with Bootstrap. Nice. And ah, as we started the show with all the weather and all the other stuff, I really, really rushed through the Bootstrap part. I yeah. screwed it over. I, 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 I'm still trying to learn everything. So I bring up my style inspector, or I bring up the inspector. I can see like. Why are all my styles not being applied? Because you can see them. You can see, like, I am setting the color to this, and it's just got a line through it, and I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, you know what? Just screw you, Bootstrap. I am too dumb to learn you, and I submitted it anyways. Um, so I submitted some broken crap. Oh, God, an A. I mean, it was the effort. Well, it was I'm the- wondering if it was an HTML, like... Th- so for the bootstrap one, my style sheet was completely screwed up. Mm-hmm. And I guess the HTML worked well because it did. I mean, um, when it was on like extra small and small. Um, you right. Know, so your styles might have been broken, but the bootstrap style still worked. Yes. Yes. Because I guess they have higher speciality or specificality. I don't know. I don't I can't speak English. You, 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 you're just glaring <laughs> at me. Um, I don't know why it broke, but I've just. Glad I got an A somehow. I'm a straight A student so far. That's really good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. You will have many years to know about bootstraps. Don't don't worry too much about that right now. Yeah, because it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh let's see, what else do we have here? Um 
so you you were talk, talking to me earlier this week about some people not knowing how to 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 even attempt at debugging their code. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of people in the class who are just moving along with me and everything else, and then there's um some stragglers, of course, stragglers. And so, what were they straggling in? Well, one of our first uh, things was to you know pick a website and open up Inspector Tools, and then just start mutilating the crap out of it. Like, change the background, make it say funny stuff, make it say poop. Uh, um, just, you know, you can you can edit stuff that way. Yeah, the dev um, tools are amazing. And there's the console log and stuff. That's still when people out. People can't open it sometimes. Yeah, um, and so do you think it's because it wasn't explained well, or they just, was, they're they, not connecting the dots? They're not connecting the dots because they opened it. They've done it. I I physically went over and touched their laptop and opened it up, and it's like, okay, uh, FNF12, go there, blah, 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 and it's still not syncing and in. Then, yeah, it's not registering there. It's like whenever they go home and sleep, they reset. I feel like some people must do that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so you did community education and stuff, and you told me about the people who would have a notebook that would just go, like, file. Like, they, they'd, they'd write down the whole path trees of everything else. Yeah. And and, and so for some of that, it's, it's a um, mindset shift. Oh, that I don't know anything. The computer's smarter than me, and I have to follow these exact instructions, and I can't think for myself. And if I do anything wrong, I'll break it. But then you get a new one if you break it. It's always yeah. been my mindset. I know. I understand. And especially with... And new is always better. And new is often better. Hey, guess what? Um, so everyone out there, it's 2019, and my mom just bought an Ivy Ridge i5. It's not old at all. It's not old at all. Because you can new. still buy brand new stuff or certified refurbished. Uh, yeah. So what is your new project now? The new project is the first project that we've had freedom. We can do whatever we want. Um, we were to make a game that played Hangman or something Hangman-like, and we're supposed to come up with a theme for it. But I don't like hanging people. Uh, so for, for context, for all the listeners who don't know what Hangman is... Hangman. It's a game where... You normally draw a stick person, and you draw a body part, I guess? Yeah, until you draw the whole body, and the guy is hung by the neck till dead. Which sounds really morbid when you it describe it. It is incredibly it. morbid. And, and the way you you lose, I guess, is for each body part drawn, it corresponds to a missed opportunity to guess correctly a letter of the word in question. Exactly. Um, wow, what a weird game. Why do people play that? Yeah, and so my version, my with my creativity, I am a avid Pokemon fan. and so Says the person wearing literally today yeah, in front of me a Pikachu shirt. Yes. I am very proud of my Pokemon love. And you're wearing the yellow headphones. Wow, you match. Pika P. Um, moving on. Um, so instead of hanging something, you enslave them when you type the word correctly. So... Uh, um, what it's going to do is it's going to pop up a picture of a Bulbasaur. If you spell the word Bulbasaur correctly, you catch the Bulbasaur. Um, That's really cool. if you cool. don't, the Bulbasaur runs away. That's really fun. Yeah. Um, so you you uh, gave me a little sneak peek of this a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's not. It's due on Tuesday. It's not done you yet. Have some, you have time. That's fine. Um, um, but the core of it's there. But And, and so in, in when, when you told me the concept, I thought, wow, this is fantastic because Hangman doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's just 
I've never liked. Well, I've, I've never liked word games because I've always sucked at them, like Scrabble and other things. Um, um, so one of the fun things that I did when you showed me your your prototype was I googled uh, GitHub Pokemon list of names, all eight hundred and two of them, and I found a gist of all of the Pokemon names ready to paste into an application for whatever reason. So enjoy that. Um, I start it. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy that. Um. But no, it's uh, it's for the first time we can do something that reflects us. We don't have to meet these identical like, exact yeah. criteria and everything else. And and so I would say, um, when you and inevitably you'll put this on GitHub if it isn't there already. Ah, uh, it is right now. Uh, I would say, like, remove any mention of it. Like, don't make it look like classwork. Oh yeah, like the README file doesn't even have. It just says Pokemon in it. Good, like, yeah. Pokemon yeah. game. The first two, the readme files, are just what my instructions were. That's fine. But for this one, like this one might go into your portfolio because it might actually be good and somewhat real. Yeah. And I think it's a lot of fun. It's unique. It's novel. Sure, it might be blatant copyright infringement, but Sorry, it's game still freak. fun. Sorry, Nintendo. They They deserve no praise. But they do deserve my money. Yeah, yeah, they do. For Pokemon only, though. Um, So do you know what might be coming in the Saturday class next week at all? Um, Guesses? More, as far as I can see, it looks like more JavaScript. More JavaScript. More JavaScript. So when when do you think you're, like, when do you think you'll be ready for, like, you've done a lot of front-end work. Like, when do you think you you will get your first touches on um, back-end work? I have no idea. But the next big section change will be the February the 23rd. So a couple weeks from now. Yes. We have Ajax coming up. Okay. So there there is some opportunity soon for there to be some more interesting content. So so far, you've only done front end and very basic front end at that. So you'll, you'll have some good opportunities coming up for something new. Yeah. But a lot to look forward to. And so all you listeners, stay tuned and listen each week. That's that's right, because there's a limited number of these. So you got to listen to each one very carefully. Yes. There's a quiz at the end. The quiz is you have to make your own quiz and evaluate yourself on how well you listen. Yes, and you know what you can do to that? You just email. It's a joke. It's a JavaScript joke. Um, so where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet that has my name on it. I'm not very well known. I don't have the Twitter that everyone else uses. But you do have Twitter, Yes, actually. but it's not like it's real. But you you've could, tweeted more than I have with could, my own account. You could choose to make it real. I, I, I could choose to use it. You should use it. I join the 123 million other people who actively use Twitter. So, for today. example, here's all you have to do to start. Oh, when you go into class next time, wow. before anybody else arrives, because I know you're always there early. Not really. Uh, take my word for it. You oh are. yeah. Okay. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm I'm the first one in the door, like a teacher's pet. Take a picture of your classroom and post it on the Twitter. Oh, I do that. Good. Well, there's I take pictures of people's things and people and, and just, everything just, else. Just uh, post a picture of you at class in, yes. in, in the Twitter. I, I think I can handle your uh, extracurricular assignment. That said that... It, <laughs> don't, adding, even <laughs> don't even try. Hey, don't even try. Hey, you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter... That is real at Randomar, and of course, 
on my own website, RyanRapperset.com, which is where I have updated my work log as of late because I have been doing fun things like going to Minihack and helping um, students learn cool stuff about JavaScript. It's almost like you're good at about uh, expressing your brand. Yeah, something about branding. Hmm. Man, you got it down. Got it down. I'm wearing a blue shirt even though the brand's red. Wait, two blue shirts. Well, one's teal, maybe. Yes, we'll, we'll go with one's teal and one's blue. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's all we have for this episode. Yep. And we'll see you later. Have a good one. The Nexus. The Nexus. The Nexus TV. Podcasts from, from the, the Technological, technological Convergence. Convergence.